Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union. And Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve. And they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more. Or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guests are from Crow Wing Energized. Uh, with us on the phone today, Kelsey Stutz, who is the Community Health Spe Specialist with Crow Wing Energized, and Al Galboy, she is a Community Health Educator with Crow Wing Energized. And ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Kelsey, let's start with you. Uh, what's uh, What kind of things do we need to know from Crowing Energized right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that this isn't a shock to most people, but we're following the CDC recommendation on just canceling a lot of our events and postponing it. But we don't, mean, we don't want people to take that as a time to maybe slack on their mental health or physical health. So we're really working on some resources that people can use while they're home, if that's trying to compile a list of free physical activity exercises or a list of, you know, don't forget that you can go outside and take a walk, you know, making sure that we're still keeping those healthy habits, even in a time where there, there may have to be some creative creativity in how we do that. <laughs> so we're uh -huh. just, um, right now we're trying to make sure that we're still keeping people um, prioritizing their health. And what yeah. that looks like right now. It is going to look a little bit different. Um, I found an app that I'm really excited about, and I've used it before in the past. And you just go in and you put down all of the things that you just happen to have in your fridge or pantry, and it'll give you, like, recipe ideas. And oh. I think stuff oh, like cool. that is fun because, you know, um, sometimes we may be, especially for me, I get into a habit of this is what I have during the week, and I'm, like, not being able to go to the grocery store has been a little bit of a panic for me because I like being able to have those things in my fridge. But, you know, it's time to be creative. Um, it's a time to try new things, get myself out of my comfort zone. So, yeah, we're just trying to look through what, what the next couple of weeks are going to look like for everyone. And, Kelsey, I've, I've read it. I've seen it on the news. Uh, doing our best to stay healthy is well, something we huge. all need to do because that, in fact, helps to ward off viruses. And uh, in this case, that's really what we're trying to do, isn't it? For sure. And I think, you know, there's even things that you can do that we promise, like we practice all the time in preaching is making sure you're drinking water. That's super important to our health. Um, but also, um, a lot of us are transitioning into working from home. And when you're working from home, there's going to be different social cues that you may have to yeah. come up against. With, mm -hmm. If you're seeing snacks out on the countertop, you may be um, overeating more than usual. So, you know, just making sure that we're doing our best to make sure that we're staying healthy and coming over the barriers and the challenges that we're going to have with being more at home, having more access to some of our snacks or unhealthy food, but also um, doing all the stuff we preach all the time, you know, drinking water super great for us making sure you're getting fresh air make sure you're taking 15 minute breaks to do something active but also um i think it's really important that just because a lot of us are 
distancing ourselves from people doesn't mean that we can't still share a lot of really great social connections. And what does that look like? Is that writing a letter or um, one of the ideas that we have that we're going to encourage people to do is have their children write letters to the nursing homes um, so oh. that some of our senior citizens still feel like they're connected because they're one of the most at-risk populations right now, too. Sure. So we're just going to try to make sure that um, we're giving people good prompts on things that they can do. Love it. That's good. That's very yeah. good. I, I know you actually appeared on our show before with Shane Riffle uh, from the CEO at the YMCA, and we had a chance to talk with him yesterday, and a lot of the health clubs are posting uh, videos and, and exercise routines online or through their Facebook pages, so there are still some of those things people can take advantage to stay in shape as well. For sure, and I think a lot of people think that exercising means that you have to have equipment or you have to have a treadmill, and there's so many exercises that you can do that is just purely body weight or, um, you know, being creative, and maybe you can use gallons of water. As, oh. You know, we'll, we're going to try to give people some creative, creative ideas, and we have great community partners who are also thinking of creative ways and making sure people are staying engaged, like our local fitness club. So we're just going to try to gather all those resources together. And I've been seeing a lot of folks, too, you know, the kids need to get active and have exercise. And mine already has their bike out, which is good. But even some videos for kids, you know, yoga and that kind of stuff for kids to keep them active, too, because gym class uh, isn't happening right now. Right. Well, even yoga has such a good benefit on our mental health, too. Yes. True. Yeah, there can be multi- beneficial ways that we're making sure that we're staying active. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, are you going to share some of these tips right on your website then? Yep, we're going to create a whole web page so people can go straight to it. We're going to make sure that we're um, on our Facebook page, which is Crowing Energized, um, making sure that we're posting things. But yeah, you can go to crowingenergized.org and hopefully in the next couple of days we'll have all of those compiled for people. Awesome. It's going to be a good resource, folks. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. We're excited. Now, the mental health part of this is really uh, extremely important, too, isn't it? It it really is. And I think, you know, we have some really great content experts in our area, and we're going to just try to pull together some resources. Al has been working really hard on the sources of strength, so we're going to see if there are parts of the sources of strength curriculum that we can maybe use to adapt into the climate that we're in right now for some of our young adults and some of our middle schoolers slash high school age students. Yeah. So, Al, tell us a little bit more about that, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So, Curling Energize uh, received a grant from Sourcewell back um, in the fall to kind of expand on our Make It Okay campaign, which reduces the stigma of mental uh, mental illness. And they were looking for something that was equivalent to high school. So, the first program um, that I was I was hired to choose and help implement at Brainerd High School was a program called Sources of Strength. And it really is an upstream suicide prevention program. Um, And when I say upstream suicide prevention, I think a lot of people don't actually know what I mean when I say that. So um, I kind of tell a parable that goes with that. So um, once upon a time, there was a man who lived by a waterfall. And every day, he would walk up and down the river's edge um, and just take his normal walks. And one day he heard a shout and he looks over and someone has fallen into the river and has gotten caught up in the current and is about to fall over the waterfall. So that man jumps in, he swims out, grabs the guy and pulls him safely to shore. And it's this big heroic act. So the next day he's taking his same casual walk down by the river's edge and he hears another shout. And it's the same thing. Someone has fallen into the river and has gotten swept up in the current. 
And he jumps in, grabs the guy, pulls him to shore, and saves him. Again, it's this big heroic act. And the community is realizing that more and more people are falling into this river. So they decide to really come together, and they train lifeguards, and they build watchtowers, and they train people in CPR, and they are able to save a lot of people. However, they're not able to save everyone from falling over that waterfall. So um, the next day, the man decides to start walking up the river, upstream. And the community is like, what are you doing? It's all hands on deck. We need you. You can't leave us right now. And the man says, I'm going to go and see if I can see uh, if I can try to get people from falling into the river in the first place. So, unfortunately, when we do talk about suicide prevention plans, a lot of them are more suicide intervention plans, and they're actually more focused on those risk factors and those warning signs and making sure people receive the proper mental care, Um, and that's definitely important. We still need to do those things. However, that is not an effective, comprehensive suicide prevention program. Um, So we want to build an upstream suicide prevention program um, that has protective factors and that's built into the community and really focuses on strengthening youth and adult connectedness and then teaching resiliency and coping to keep people out of the river in the first place or to help them out of the river um, when that water is relatively tranquil. So when we look at sources of strength, it's basically based off this wheel, this wheel of strengths. And these are strengths that um, we all have already in our lives, and we just have to kind of tap into them, figure out how they are supportive um, in our lives. So this wheel that sources of strength uses, um, we're focusing on family support, positive friends, mentors, healthy activities, generosity, spirituality, medical access, and mental health. So Sources of Strength employs a radically strength-based approach to suicide prevention, turning the traditional practice of identifying risk factors and warning signs on its head. Sources of Strength focuses on developing protective factors using a model that is innovative, interactive, and radically strength-based, using an active learning model incorporating art, storytelling, small group sharing, and games. Sources of Strength explores these eight protective factors depicted in the wheel of strength to develop resilient individuals and communities. Wow. Fascinating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a very exciting program. Um, and unfortunately it was just put on hold. Um, we were supposed to roll it out here this, uh, this past week. So we're in communication with the schools and figuring out when we can uh, work on getting it back into ISD 181. Well, I can't wait for that. And yeah. I know the students can't wait to get back to school either. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, when when Al was just talking about all of the different things like the family support or mentorship or positive friends um, you know those are still things that we can potentially help work or help people work on now like it doesn't necessarily have to wait until fall just making sure that people do have um, that support network and those strengths so that you know even in times right now where there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of People experiencing increased anxiety or depression or anger or fear, you know, making sure that you have some of those strengths to kind of um, support yourself, but support your own support systems, too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I've been reading about um, people saying that uh, during these times when, well, a lot of people are at home and not going to work or just isolated from each other, now more than ever, we need to uh, get on FaceTime or Skype or 
connect on social media with your best friends and spend time with them, even if it's that way. For sure. And I think, you know, that's something that hopefully, if I'm looking at silver linings when all of this is said and done, that as a community, we're more compassionate and empathetic and we have those stronger relationships. Yeah. We're able to connect with people deeper. Um, so if I was looking for a silver lining, I really am hopeful that that's what's going to come out of this and that we also are able to, to build each other up and help each other when we see that and we're able to do that through kindness. Um, you know, I think that one thing that's on a lot of our minds is what's going to be happening to these small businesses and employees who don't have the capability to work from home. So um, we're looking through how can we still be a support system to them. We do monthly a produce pop-up. It's supposed to be the 30th at 10 o'clock. We're still hopeful that we'll continue to be able to have that. Um, Just to be able to be a source of food for people in the community, but also to know that there are people um, that support them and that are going to to go above and beyond to make sure that they're getting their basic necessities met. Wow. That's a lot yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. I know. We're, we're really trying to make sure that throughout all of this that um, we can be a part of bringing some positivity mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, just trying to be a voice of positivity and optimism. Yep. It's helpful. For sure. Now, um, we can connect to your uh, website. Do you also have a Facebook component to what you do? Yep, we have our website, which is crowingenergized.org. We're also in the process of creating a Sources of Strength uh, webpage. So if you are interested in learning more about what Sources of Strength is or how you can maybe get involved, uh, we're going to be developing a webpage specifically to that on our website. Nice. And then, yeah, Crowing Energized is our Facebook. Like us on there and you should be able to get all the up-to-date information very good any other tips on how people can try and cope with this at all you guys um i would say mainly just you know we are kind of all stuck at at home and we're not able to do the things that that we used to and i know i heard some people say like i feel like life has stopped but honestly i mean i think that this is a time when um we can also get creative and just do those things at home that maybe we haven't had time to do for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. and that maybe that might include like spring cleaning, but maybe that's pulling your journal out or maybe that's picking up a book that you put down three months ago that you yeah. haven't been able to pick up again. Or maybe you want to finally make that recipe that takes two or three hours to make and you <laughs> haven't had time. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, spending that quality time with your family and with your kids there. I know it can be a little hectic with everyone at home, um, but we don't always have the opportunity to spend um, spend time with our families or spend time with the people in our house because we're always running around. So yeah. um, I would say, you know, get creative. Yeah. Board games, card games, those types of things are good, mm-hmm. too, aren't they? For sure. Yeah. One of the things that we're hoping to include on our resource page is some of our staff approved uh, or recommended books or podcasts or news articles or um, TV shows or movies, you know, I mm-hmm. think that there, there, there's just a lot of creativity going on in our country right now. I saw that there's a new platform where you can watch movies virtually and there's like a chat box. So you may not be able to watch it with your friends, but you can still watch it and then chat about it in a chat box <laughs> right next to it. So, I love it. You know, there's still ways that we can be connected and that we can share experiences together. It's just going to be a little bit different. Yeah. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I appreciate that, um, you know, even from a WJJY standpoint, that we're still able to be on here and do this through the phone call as opposed to being in person. I think, you know, um, all of the organizations are just going to have to figure out how to do that moving forward. New ways of doing things, like you For said, sure. get creative. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've seen it, too, that keep in mind we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are. And I... I say this all the time, and I, I feel like some people may hear me and think I'm being cheesy, but really am proud to be a part of this community, and I do feel like this community really does rally around each other. Oh, yeah. And, you know, maybe that's just a sense of pride that I have in being a part of Crow Wing County, but um, I really have sensed that throughout all of this, um, not chaos, but all of this uncertainty, which mm-hmm. is, continues to be like the, the used word, but... I have seen a lot of instances of kindness and people going the extra mile and people doing what they need to do to make sure that we're feeling connected and we're not feeling isolated and alone. And um, we're going to try to do our part at Crow Wing Energize to make sure that everyone knows that we're a part of this with you. And if we can be a resource, if you even just want to talk to somebody, I'm willing to be that person for you too. Just um, we want to do our part in making sure that our community keeps moving forward together yeah that's awesome kelsey thank you yeah kelsey as we move forward if you have any other initiatives and you want us to help get the word out please call will do thank you guys so much thank you and thank you for what you're doing too of course all right our guests today kelsey stoltz who is the community health specialist with crowing energized and al galboy community health educator with crowing energized ladies thank you much and stay well thanks guys see you guys Bye. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And we remind you that our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website, 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can always listen through our free downloadable app as well, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.